Hey, thanks for joining us on the No Limits Church podcast. Here at No Limits, we are on a mission to make a difference in the lives of others. We want to help people know God, find freedom, and discover purpose. It's a journey, and we're all walking it together. So wherever you're listening from, we pray that you are encouraged and empowered by this week's message. Well, I'm really excited about today because our very own Mexico missionary, Ben, and his family, they're here with Go ahead and make your way up here, man. He's delivering the Word of God today, and I'm just so excited because you get to see this guy in the flesh. We talk about Mexico like at least every other week, and look, here's Mexico. It's right here with us. So, Ben, so glad you're here, man. Gracias. ¿Quién vive? ¿Y su nombre? She asked me if we were speaking Spanish. ¿Y sus hijos? Come on, you failed again. <laughs> All right, so here goes again. Cristo. Gloria, Gloria. La, Victoria. la Victoria. All right, here we go. Quien vive? Yes, su nombre. Gloria. Yes, sus hijos. <laughs> well, I guess I'm still old school for 2021. I'm, I'm going to modernize. I'm thinking that's one of the plans for 2021. Get the sermons on the iPad, <laughs> like everybody else. <laughs> um, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, my wife Diana. Everyone knows. Amen. Mis tres hijos, Shalom, Nemias, and Adasa. So, just so, so glad to be here, guys. The presence of the Lord is just so, uh, wow, I just feel, uh, well, how can you follow that? But you can't, right? Good thing it's going to be God speaking and not me, right? So, I'm going to invite you guys to go to 1 Samuel 17, 46 and 47. Win some, lose some, give God the glory and do what he tells you. That sounds like a plan for me, plan for you, plan for all of us, right? So 1 Samuel 17. We're all here, right? We all made it through 2020 somehow and standing. What we need to do is um, stand in his grace. Whatever he tells us to do, that's what we want to do. If, if he's not in it, then I'm not there, right? Those doors are close. You know, he opens up other and swings them wide open. Much bigger doors, right? That's where I want to be. I, don't, I never want to miss out. You know, um, uh, I know you guys know about the, the dedication of the church on uh, uh, March 1st. Amen. Praise the Lord. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the God said over and over and over. It has to be that day. And he said, it can't be a Sunday after. It can't be a Sunday before. And now I look back and I'm like, wow, I'm so glad I didn't miss. I didn't miss miss out. Amen. So a week before, and the architect wouldn't have had the stuff done. We were literally digging the ditch for the sewage sewage line the Thursday before. The Monday, I was going in doing the contract that, that was supposed to be done a month ago with the architect, um, uh, signing the paper. And uh, oh yeah, um, yeah, we're not going to send a hook up electricity unless you you pay the the fee. Well, yeah. <laughs> I just sometimes you just got to get her done as a pastor, right? Amen. So um, no way we could have done it a week before. Amen. Like I said, literally, they were digging the, the digging the ditch, the 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 um, the breaking up the street, you know, with the sewage line the week before, and then of course you know three weeks after that we got the same uh, the same letter you guys did here in the states, amen. Shut them down. We were shut down till uh, mid June online, like everybody else, amen. So, whew, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Look back, Lord, thank you. 
Lord just kept saying, March 1st, March 1st. He wouldn't let me go. And my wife was like, well, we're, we're going to have to put it back. This guy's not getting things done. It's like, the Lord says no. So I just was on him texting, calling on the ark every single day. All the people that were able to fly out and be part of the, the celebration, the dedication. God is good. Amen. Woo. So 1 Samuel 17, 46, 47. I'm just going to read parts of it. Um, I'm going to not read the violent part of it, just the, some of the promise part of it here. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> that okay with you guys? So here, here is David before Goliath, right? This day the, the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you. Into, well, okay, I'm going to start with that bear. And then I'm going to jump to that all the earth. That all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. 47. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord did not save with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's. Who's the battle? And he will give it, give you into our hands. So, um, as we know, as Christians, our weapons are not carnal, amen. But pulling down, but mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds, amen. So many giants so we we face this year, amen. Somehow that giant, that indivisible uh, giant, and we're still here, we're alive, we're breathing, amen. Got through it, amen. Praise the Lord. Um, so here he is, and uh, he's recognizing the right thing. God's got this. He has me here. He, he, he'll get me, get me to it. He'll get me through it. Amen? So I can get through it. And so I know we all had those different ones, you know, that we had to, had to face. But here we are, standing. And now what we have to do, we have to stand in his grace. Whatever he has for us, that's what I want to do. Because if I don't want to stand alone. And he's promised he'll never, never leave me or forsake me. He's, he's promised his hedge of protection around me. Amen? He'll go before me, et cetera, et cetera. That's why I want to be in the spirit. I don't want to be, I want to be in his presence because I don't want to miss out. For example, you know, um, we were doing a mission in uh, about 15 minutes south of, of Jerez called Buena Vista. Many of you have been to Buena Vista, amen? Just saw an amazing outpouring of the spirit in that place. Uh, something that we don't, don't normally see in Zacatecas because there's a lack of faith. You know how that is. You know, if there's lack of faith, less miracles, right? But this place, these people really had faith. Ladies were getting healed of back pain. These guys were getting me healed all these leg pains. We always, you know, okay, move that leg. All right. All right, go ahead and confirm that miracle for me. Amen. And you could tell they were authentic. It wasn't just like faking it to, oh, yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, God really showed up. He really showed up in that place. Amen. And then, you know, we were, just, we, were uh, we moved from the court. We had a play from the volleyball court where we were gathering the people. Amen. We went to another location at a house, and you just... Just God, God was really bringing things together, you know. But you know what? COVID hit. There was some cartel stuff going on, to be honest with y'all. Um, and people just started getting a little bit apathetic. And now we know it's none of those other things. It's just the enemy really uh, stirred up some opposition, some apathy. But what do we do? Do I, do I get depressed about it? Do I get discouraged about it? Do I let the enemy um, stop us from the mission, the great commission, making disciples, planning the mission? Do I, get, do I let him get me down? No. But if I let my guard down, amen? Now, there's a, lot, a lot of people don't see victory because they don't, they don't arm up. They don't weapon up. They don't do what Ephesians 6 says. Amen. He said here that it is not the sword. No, no, God's got this. There's no way I could take down this giant. It's only going to be God. Only he's going to get the glory through this. 2020, they canceled all the movies. <laughs> not even uh, Wonder Woman or whatever her name has gotten too much attention. <laughs> the last one, right? The only one. They got... <laughs> all the superhero heroes lost. 
They couldn't even come up with one. There's not even a new one for next year <laughs> or the last year. Amen. The only one that got the glory through all this is we know who. Amen. Jesus and Jesus alone. The one that's going to get the glory forever. Hallelujah. So, okay. Okay. That, you know, we did it. We, we could. And we can have peace with that. Uh, I'm going to invite you to go with, uh, jump over to Romans real quick as well. Romans 5. Man, God is good. The presence of the Lord is here. It's just a powerful way. That's all we need. It was saying over and over in those songs. That's all we need is his presence. We just need him. Amen. Woo, he's got everything for us. So just raise up our faith. You know, there's going to be some that we, we uh, win, some that we lose. I know there's everyone here probably knows somebody that they may have lost to the COVID or, or somebody that's struggling right now. We're just like uh, no limits. We've been blessed that zero um, individuals that are part of our church, only maybe like family members of members of the church. And those people are the same people that say, oh, I'm scared to go to church. And that's kind of, that's kind of interesting that um, the same people that were scared to go to church are the ones that are sick, stayed home, and they got sick. Just like Pastor Mark and I agree that COVID has no uh, permission to come through these doors. In Jesus' name, amen. And that's why I remind the church as Sunday after Sunday, COVID has no permission to come in this building in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Woo! Take authority. But we're, we're, we are blessed because we know there's a lot of congregations out there that didn't. That's not the reality. Amen. Win some, lose some. But with, a, with, with, with us in Christ, it's a win, win, win. It's always a win in Christ. Amen. The hope of glory. We know where we're going. A better place. It's going to be a win. Therefore, having been justified by faith. That's what people need to do this, this year. We need to rise up our faith. Let him rise up our, our faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Impossible to get anything done. As Christians, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. I can have peace about that. That I, We sold with tears into that place in Buena Vista. We were sending the van all the way out there, even 15 minutes, uh, all the way down there to pick people up, and they just weren't coming. I was like, that's okay, guys. We love you. Just keep coming on Wednesdays. We'll come to you. We want to bring the gospel to you. We want to bring the love of Christ to you. Amen. We love you unconditionally. Amen. Do we want you to become a disciple? Yes. Do you want you to grow in the Lord? Yes. We want you to fall in love with Jesus. Yes. But when they said no, okay, when, okay, we can have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ that we did what we could. And, you know, I, that door shut, like I said, Lord opens other doors, as we know. We're excited about on Wednesdays, um, doing more discipleship, starting our first youth group. Amen. At the church. Come on. Woo-hoo. So that was same Wednesday we used to go out there. We're going to focus more right at the church. So I'm not frustrated by that. The enemy gets mad because he wants us to be frustrated and downcast and, and, and all that. He's under our feet in Jesus' name. Am I going to stop loving those people and praying for those people? This is an example. I mean, like people are like, oh, you're sad about Buena Vista. I said, honestly, I mean, since 2005, this has been part of the story. Of That's why Lord has sent us to Zacatecas and not like another part of Mexico or, you know, where there's Christians everywhere and they, they love Jesus and they love you because you're white and, or, oh, you give them food. No, I mean, God sent us there for a reason to the black heart. I ain't called the black heart for nothing. Amen. Through all whom we also we access by faith into this grace in which we stand. There it is. This grace in which we stand. So if I continue going forward in my own, in my own power, my own authority, we know how that's going to go. When the grace is lifted, it's not like God didn't use you when you were there. It was exciting. It was empowerful. He, he empowered us. To, he gave us that fresh anointing to do whatever we were doing. Right? 
But now where we're in this, this other fresh grace, that's where I want to be. Amen. In the grace where he's saying, when the grace is lifted, understand that, um, well, <laughs> if you continue, you're going to be fighting your own battle. We know how that goes. We're definitely going to lose those. Amen. But if he's in this grace in this other, other area, this other new uh, opportunity, fresh opportunity, learning an instrument, doing a, a, a children's ministry, or starting a Bible study, or going on the mission trip to Zacatecas, <laughs> eating queso and tacos, <laughs> then that's where we want to be. That's what keeps me motivated, and that's what he keeps us excited about his will uh, day, day by day, in this, in this case, year by year. Okay, here's a fresh vision from the Lord. So we have to be getting his presence so we can hear from God first. Amen. And rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. There it is. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character hope. That's why we're here. How many of uh, the Lord uh, molded a lot of character into you this year? Amen. That The whole having the church shut down, that you can just, uh, enemy lost with that too. It just all it did is create a vacuum of of, of, of a hunger, uh, uh, passion for the Lord. Amen. <laughs> he lost with that. Nice try, silly, silly devil. Amen. Now, hope does not disappoint. He's not going to disappoint us because the love of God is poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who is given to us. Quitters never win and Christ never loses. Amen. And faith in him brings us victory. You know, I think that's important always to uh, remind, be reminded of that, that our hope is in Christ alone. Amen. When the, 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 the disciples, they, had the, they had already had the anointing, the power. Uh, they already had the instructions to cast out demons and heal the sick and raise the dead, etc., etc. Like, uh, what's up? Your disciples can't cast this demon out. Uh, that's when you bring it to Christ alone. Hey, prayer and fasting, you have to step it up a little bit, you know. But only Christ is going to, only his power is going to make this happen. So that doesn't frustrate it. It just makes us come back to him again. Lord, give me more, more of your your power, more of your anointing. The devil is not going to win this victory in Jesus' name. That demon is going to be cast out in Jesus' name. You are going to be glorified through this in Jesus' name. So we can always bring it back to him. Lord, it's, you're going to be glorified. It's not me anyways. I get out of the way, Lord God. I get out of the way so you can show up and do your thing. Amen? And so um, they didn't give up. That demon was cast out, you know? Um, that's what we've got to do. We just never got to give up. I remember when I had the gout arthritis uh, for four years, you know? And every time I'd eat red meat or uh, the fish was worse. It, it would flare up immediately right in those joints. And I was just like, oh, I mean, it was bad. Four years of, of misery, <laughs> believe me. The only person I'd want the gout arthritis for would be for the devil himself. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Our only true enemy, right? Um, but, you know, I never gave up on those four years. The Lord, the Lord told me from the beginning, I am going to heal you, but you're going to have to persevere and pray and, and wait it out. It's not going to be immediately. He spoke to me. He said that. And I was like, oh, can't it be just right now? <laughs> and I, and I, you know, I share that to encourage. And, I, and a lot of times we sh- I've shared that testimony. And people are going through some kind of pain in their, uh, in their body somewhere. Uh, and they just needed to be encouraged by that. So be encouraged by that today. And ask, ask God. And he'll tell you. And he, he told me it's going to be a while. It's not going to be right away. But he also told me you are going to be healed of this. Because it's one of those ones that they say is genetic, they got arthritis, and you can do nothing about it. And uh, you can just take this pill um, that will limit the, the amount of, of uric acid that your kidneys, kidneys produce. 
that will go up into those joints and cause those, oh, those inflammations. But they say it's genetic and there's no cure for it. But we know who has a cure. Amen? So I never gave up. One of those things, one of those, uh, you know, we saw so many triumphs. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Triumphs that you were a part of, your prayers and your financial support, your just love for us. Amen? But, um, you know, I, one of those things I'm not giving up or is for my wife, her own back pain. You know, a lot of people know that my wife's had some back issues. We're not going to give up. I'm going to continue persevering right now. Just like uh, uh, Paul is saying in Romans 5, we can't give up. We've got to persevere. We've got to believe God. We've got to call out to God. He can do the impossible. There is nothing impossible for Christ Jesus our Lord. He healed me of the gout arthritis that has no cure. He can heal my wife of this back pain. Amen? Woo! Glory to Dios. You know, it's just amazing. I, I know I'm not the only... Uh, uh, a living testimony of this that literally blessed us in 2020 instead of even the contrary, like it being the most uh, difficult, uh, uh, whether it be a financial or whatever uh, situation, economic, whatever uh, situation for people, you know, definitely a uh, health for 2020. But um, as Coonrod knows, God gives me everything I ask for. <laughs> I, I even asked for snow on Thursday and uh, well, Friday and I got it. It was supposed to be just a little bit on, on, on Thursday, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to make it in time. I mean, Wednesday, and it was going to supposed to be Thursday. I was like, oh, I'm not going to make it in time. And the one day, just the one day we'd be there, and equally, this, you know, the snowmen, the snowball fights, you got it. Even that, right? <sighs> if we abide in him, we abide in us, ask what you shall desire, it shall be given us. Where's our faith, guys? We've got we to gotta approach the throne room with faith, no doubting. Um, and so, um, for example, um, you know, uh, with us, how about a brand new ministry truck? I think I know the church that helped us buy that. A Nissan Frontier. It's, I, like I told Coonrod, I don't think I've ever owned a brand new vehicle in my life. I mean, I, I, do I need one? No. Does God want to bless us and give us something we can be useful? Yes, all that. But all, even the specific specifications, the color, you name it, everything, the standard. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Over those topes, that's always uh, beneficial. Bring it down to further. <laughs> Woo, can be big. And it, yes, it, yes, it has a name, bro. The wild turkey. Pavo Real. They know every vehicle down there has a name. Oh, come on. Hallelujah. You know, our, our church was completed. and We just purchased the building next door. So you, some of you guys know the old, we call it the old church. And by now we call it the old church. But then it wasn't the old church. It was just the church. <laughs> so, you know, it's exciting because we got all this work to do now. We just bought it. Now we can, uh, now we're not, we're not renting. We can actually know, okay, I'm going to put money into this. That's going to be ours. It's, it's his, the kingdom of God. So it's going to be used for children's classrooms. Uh, first, we got to fix the half of the roof, uh, is, is not finished. It's just, it's just tin and needs to be finished. Um, the stucco walls need to be done. The, 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 um, I come back to, to English and it's like, uh, the words, the, the flooring needs to be, uh, uh, covered over. Um, uh, report, I mean, and also tile, and then we can do all the the, the classroom uh, separations. Um, we're excited about it, and the church is excited about it. My drummers, uh, his brother is a con- construction guy, um, and so they're pumped up. They're telling me, "Oh yeah, Pastor, you can do this, you can do that." I'm like, "Oh, praise the Lord for you." <laughs> I have the vision; I can see it, but I need the people that actual uh, boots in the ground people that actually make it happen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> On touch side with a ten foot pole. <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't know anything anything about what I was doing about as far as building a church, believe me. The whole building permits and the red tape stuff, especially in Mexico, I mean. And but you know what? God gave us a vision, he'll provide everything. You know how he won't, you know, he he tells you the Z, but to get to that Z through the the B C D, oh, praise the Lord. He'll bring all, all the logistics, right? Woo! Um, the next thing I want to mention is uh, let go and let God. So, like I said, when it's time to move on, it's okay. You can have peace and assurance. Okay, I did everything I could. And if he encourages you to go ahead and bring closure to whatever that is, um, then that's okay too. And he'll help you get through that. Amen? Battle, the battle is the Lord brings so much peace to us. It's his. He's going to fight our battles for us. He's never going to fight. stop fighting for me. He's never going to stop using me. I did everything I could, and there's a purpose for that. I sowed the seed maybe later on the line. I don't know, you know? But there's a piece in that that we did everything we could. We do our best. God does the rest, right? Um, but if we do, like I said, if we continue fighting, um, then it's just not good. Um, just got to let go, you know? I think Galatians 2.20 tells us that too, right? I'm crucified with Christ. No longer I who lives, Christ lives in me. We gave up all our rights when we came to Christ to win. He already won. We're the more than cover, overcomers in Christ Jesus, not in us and our own, our efforts or anything like that. Amen. So a lot of people just understand that in, first in our marriages, amen, our families, ministries, whatever it is. I love that, that word Sister Gina preached when I was here about the conflict. I mean, it's just going to happen. But when we give up our, our rights to wins and understand blessed are the peacemakers, not are the, the ones who want to win whatever, I mean, then that gives peace. Okay, just take the humble road. Take the low road. Um, we recently had a, a situation like that. Um, the, you know, the kids club kind of had to be hold, on hold for a while because, you know, the, the kids run up and down the street and we're like, oh, um, we have a certain neighbors, that, you know, that obviously don't want uh, the gospel to preach and us to be there and Christians to be there and the church to grow and, you know, and their kids and grandkids to come to kids club. So uh, we kind of, we kind of, we felt led by the spirit specific on that one to go ahead and put on hold. But before that, um, I was playing dodgeball. <laughs> you guys know one of the games we do it out in the street. Uh, and the four square bust out the dodgeball. Love it. Uh, yeah, so a neighbor came up and, and you know you shouldn't be doing that. I was like, what? Why not? It's on the street. Oh, that's the, that's the school's wall. You're going to break the wall. I'm like, no. Um, people play on this wall all the time, and people play dodgeball on this wall all the time, not just us from the church, from the kids' club. But obviously I wasn't going to fight with the guy. So I really, what I gathered from it, he really, uh, really was upset. Um, I know he didn't, you know, he never, he'll never wave at us or hola or nothing. You forget that, but he just put the smile on him and woo, Jesus loves you, bro. And just believe, you know, that God, God can do the work in his heart. You know, he needs a change of heart. He needs to be saved and we need to love our enemies. He's not our enemy. We know he's not our enemy. We just need to love our neighbor. Amen. But so, you know, what? it's just one of those things. OK, he was really adamant about it, even though that's not his property to say anything about his grandkids run up and, and, and down everywhere. Um, they come to our kids club. So um, I thought you were OK with that. Uh, but is it really worth it fighting over the dodgeball? No. So that's one like, like an example I give you. You know, I was like, OK, obviously the guy doesn't intimidate me. Yeah, right. Could I win this easily? Yes. Could I go get some lawyer friends I've already made here in town? But he might have some too. So is it really worth it? Because he'll drag us out like Christ says to the last peso, right? (laughs) 
reconcile with your adver- adverse adversary right away, immediately. Amen. We gave up our right to win those things. Is it more important my testimony with him? Possibly uh, him coming to the Lord later? Yes. Okay. Do we have enough space in the, in the, the new church to play dodgeball? Yeah. Can he say anything, anything about inside, playing dodgeball inside the church? No. So we'll just move it inside. We already have. Who knows? Maybe not the Lord will, will, will work on his heart, right? Because a lot of times even Christians want to take it on their own themselves, right? When Christ says, I mean, the Lord says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. He'll do justice served. Amen. He'll take care of it. Grumpy soul is worth more than dodgeball. Amen. Turn the other cheek. It's not easy. That's why it's not the easy road. It's, it's the road less traveled. Amen? Amen. The way, the truth, and the life. Christ, the way. Amen. The humble road, the extra mile. Praise the Lord. And the last thing I uh, mention is um, don't let down your, your guard so that you can see victory. I'm going to go to 1 Corinthians 10, 12 real quick. Almost finished. We good, Pastor? Praise the Lord. 1 Corinthians 12, 10, 12. And then I'm going to, there's one more I've got to mention here. Got to mention this one. 1 Corinthians 10, 12. As, as the, y'all have been down there, you know, you rent a house right in downtown. All the fireworks, all this and that. The You know, <laughs> it's actually been kind of quiet for 2020. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, Sundays are a day of commerce. So when you come back from church, you obviously lose all your parking spots, even the ones that are actually, quote, yours, uh, even though it's painted there that it's yours. And uh, there's the little, you know, message, you know, the tow will come and get you, et cetera, et cetera. They still take it. But you know what? It's OK. But one of these times, my wife was just like with the, the neighbor. He's pretty a head honcho in the, the city council. So, so. <laughs> it's, you know, just, hey, is there any chance you can move that? Oh, he was mad. And so, um, you know, we just, what do you do? Okay. Every time, uh, you know, obviously we never take any of their other parking spots. No, no, no. <laughs> Heaven forbid, never. No, that wouldn't happen, right? But what do you do? Is okay. That's okay. We will, I don't care if we have to park to Timbuktu, we'll walk back to the house. You think it'd be your own place, right? But hey, that's just part of the package, right? But the test, our testimony is, is it's just not worth the fight. It's stuff that, yes, you could win easily, but our testimonies, went, and that brings peace and joy. Okay, the love of God being poured out, that's what he wants to do through us every day. In 2021, let that be your, your reality, that the love of God is poured out through you to others. And no matter what the cost is, amen? Truth sets us free. Yeah, we have to speak truth, and we live by truth, and, and that truth will back us up so that we don't get in trouble, amen? But we, we, keep, we keep loving people. We have the heart of God. That's what I want. Woo. Okay, so last thing as far as our victory, you know, for this year, 1 Corinthians 10, 12, and 13. These are great ones. Therefore, let him who thinks he is stands take heed lest he fall. Okay, we said we had to stay in his grace. Evil day, stand, and all that good stuff, Ephesians 6, and then the grace and the stand, and then check this out. Let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. Don't get too overconfident. Only confident in Christ. Amen? Amen. We've all experienced those failures. Moral failures or whatever it is. Praise the Lord. We got up back again. He got us back up again. No temptation has overtaken you except such as common to man. Uh, it's, you know, it's, uh, every time um, 
I, I look back, you know, those different failures. You think you're the only one, right? That messed up. And here it says common man. Yeah, that's what the enemy wants you to think. That you're only ones that you'll be embarrassed and you'll just go hide and you won't seek for uh, uh, counsel and uh, include brothers and sisters in your life to help to, to stand with you. Hey, God loves you. He will forgive you. You have that repented heart. He will help you. He will help you overcome. But you know, we know the failure is when we say when we think we're the only ones. We're we're, we're just too embarrassed. That's what the enemy wants, right? But God is faithful. There it is. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may also bear it. I think that's where a lot of people get it wrong, even the preachers, to be honest, is that they think that we're supposed to confront temptation. You can take authority. The enemy is authority. And take uh, uh, take authority over that um, specific uh, 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 stronghold. Amen. In Jesus' name, of course, alcoholism, drug addiction, uh, pornography, fornication, whatever it is, you can take authority. But where in the world does it say we're supposed to personally confront temptation? No, what we see in the Bible is to run from temptation. Joseph said, I'm on us. <laughs> David said, here I go. Come here. Joseph ran away. We were, I was just counseling uh, Tomasita's uh, son, just got out of drug rehab and you know, I mean, well, more of the alcoholism, but we're like, um, don't think you can. That's why Philippians 4.13 is very specific. I can do all things through. You cannot. You need to be in, in a strict, disciplined environment with mama. <laughs> You're not leaving la casa <laughs> until she says so. Because you are not strong yet. You just got out. You just graduated <laughs> the course, Right. If you think that you can, that's going to be your failure. That's going to be your downfall. And you're going to be going, guess what, bro? You're going to go through the whole process again. Wow. So, so we need to, obviously, we need to dress out in the full armor of God. We need to be printed up always. And we need to run from temptation. Not make silly New Year's resolutions. resolutions no. Right now, the, the gyms be full, right? The ones that, that uh, with the distancing, of course. In obedience, we need to remove those things because our, our heart is after God. We want to do, be in his will. We love him first. And we know that if we love the things of this world, the love of the Father is not in us. So it's not because it's a New Year's resolution or you come back, come up here and you make a covenant and, and we all pray for you and you sign a paper. No, it's your heart. You want to remove those idols, those distractions from your, from your life because of your love for the good, your good, good Father. Because of your absolute submission, obedience to him. Amen. So you, we got to put on the armor of God daily. It's not just like one day, you know, once a while, one Sunday, once, in, you know, it's for our protection. And then the, the prayer is for the power, right? Christ said to his disciples, rise and pray lest you enter in temptation. Not even one hour? Come on. <laughs> and I think the world of people, you know, they're just not strong in the Lord and the power of his might because they don't put the armor of God, of course. They don't, they don't read the Bible or you know, put on the armor of God. They're not interested in, in doing any of that. Um, but they're definitely not praying. We need to get back on our knees. How many scars do you have for that prodigal son of yours? Where are the scars? The pr- prayer works. The effective prayer of the righteous man availeth a little bit. Poquito? <laughs> Mucho. Amen? So that's where we need to be, on our knees. Amen? And that's where we're going to see victory. We're going to see victory in that in Jesus' name. So um, I think that's all I have, Pastor uh, Cade. Um, we just love you guys, and um, you're, we're seeing a lot of victories. Um, you know, I'm about to, um, 
Sometimes this year, the Lord hasn't told me when exactly. I'm waiting to hear from him. Amen. Um, we have a young guy that we're going to establish as an assistant pastor up in uh, Palmira, Pedro, some of them know uh, this guy. And he's actually preaching right now as we speak, as I'm, as I'm sharing. He came down for the mountains. Amen. Of course, he has a little bit of significant other down there. He might be interested. <laughs> we'll see if that's of God. And I like that they asked my permission. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he's, you know, he's doing the right thing. We're doing like a mini intensive seminary because I was up in the mountains. We're not going to get YouTube to, to do that. Amen. And so he, you know, it, it's exciting. It's exciting. Every other Saturday, he already watches the church for us up there in the mountains. But um, there's a point where, you know, he's already, we already given him the two missions farther up the mountain, guys. Uh, Los Cardos and Salz Mocho, he's doing it now. At first, the people are like, oh, no, we're not going to receive him if you don't go. I said, remember, if it, he's going, it's like if I'm going. And we know who's going. And I remember Pedro said, hey, don't worry if they reject you. Remember who they're rejecting. So he's teachable. And now that people change their hearts, they're changing their mind. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll be excited that Pedro's coming. I'm like, great. Get excited. It's not about me. It's about you fall in love with the word and growing the word. And, and so I'm so excited that they had a little vacuum little where they had to really consider, okay, ah, Ben and Diana, they can't always make it. So if Pedro can come, we want them to come. So that's good, right? It came from them to say, because that's what, that's what the way to do it as far as the multi, multiplying of the gospel, to, free, you know, to teach others so they'll teach others, 2 Timothy 2.2. We call that our second Timothy 2-2, far, far, far away mountain mission. <laughs> so that's successful stuff, guys. And I'm just excited about everything to do with our worship team, for example, is, is increasing. I'm encouraging the worship uh, members, team members, to start um, getting excited and inspired about learning other instruments. So we're moving towards that. Amen. Lord just provided me with an old male vocalist. So that's always good to have a tenor. It's, it's just uh, great things are happening. You guys are a part of all that. And I really hope that somebody can come soon. I was asking, uh, I was telling Commander M and his wife about it a little bit. It, um, if a team can come or not with, uh, with, uh, with Coonrod or the church, um, we don't have any of the restrictions. I mean, you got to do the mask like everywhere else to go in the stores and all that good stuff. But, um, as long as your work doesn't require you the quarantine or, or all that stuff, I mean, I, that, I know those are really real issues for people, but we just want to let you know we'd love to have you and somebody, um, at least somebody to come from No Limits and see the church, personally see the church, the finished, completed church that you've been such a part of. We've got the screens up now in the, um, in the back. we got one. We're probably the most uh, tech, tech uh, one in, in Jerez, bro. It's all digital. Namie does it with a cell phone. <laughs> the sound. <laughs> So it's just, it, you guys have been with us from the beginning. We shared this, this, this vision for a family-oriented uh, um, spirit-filled church in Jerez. So it would be a central place for the other ones to come to in Jerez and in Palmira to start its own missions. All these things are coming together. Whether or not Buena Vista or those other places uh, work out, we'll continue just seeking God. And the Lord's going to say, hey, now I want you to go to this other place. That's what gets me excited because I'm, yeah, I'm an evangelist, baby. I'm a missionary. <laughs> I want to get the gospel to the ends of the earth. So we love you guys. You guys are such a part, a partner, part of everything we do. Every soul we, we reach, every family we touch, every place, you're there with us. Boots on the ground. Amen. Love y'all. Pastor Kay, we love you. Thank you. You guys are like family to us. So we're really glad that you're here. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, well, I got to be obedient to something that the Lord's asked me to do. And I know that last, you may remember from last week, we're watching John Maxwell, and he kind of made a joke about you got to be, beware if you got a skinny pastor, that he might not let you get to lunch on time. 
<laughs> ben, you're pretty skinny too, so it's like a two for one today. <laughs> but I know you guys aren't in a hurry because we don't live in a hurry here at No Limits. So guys in the back, will you go ahead and just like dim down the lights, cue up that altar call music because there's something we got to take care of this morning. Everybody go ahead and bow your eyes. We're going to go to God in prayer. God, we love you. We thank you. We bless your name and we glorify you this morning. You are so good to us and, and you fill us with wisdom. You let us know the things that are coming. You give us everything that we need, all provision you give to us. And just like Ben said, anything that we ask in your name, you'll give to us and that's because you love us. And God, so we worship you this morning as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And we recognize you as the only one We give our lives to you. We give our time to you. We give our talents to you. We give our resources to you because we know that in the end, the only thing that matters is you and spending eternity with you and taking people with us. And so we refocus our lives today and we refocus ourselves for what's coming this year. And you're bringing a harvest in so many different areas. And the one that he reminded me of this morning is that there's Many people in the room have family members, whether it's a son or a daughter or an aunt or an uncle or a cousin, that you've been praying for for a long time, that they would come to know the Lord. And it looks like all hope is lost because they're caught up in drug addiction or, or you don't even know where they are right now or whatever it is. Well, this is the year of harvest. And all those seeds you've been planting by praying for these people, by praying for your family member, by praying for your son, praying for your daughter. This is the year that harvest comes to be and they come to know the Lord and all that stuff falls off of them. Drug addiction gone in Jesus' name. And so Lord, we pray for all those loved ones right now and we ask you to open their minds to see the truth and that all those lies and that all that bondage and all that baggage falls off of them in Jesus' name. Like a miracle, it just falls off of them hits the ground and they open their eyes and they see you in Jesus' name. And they step right into their purpose because God, you have this way of taking what the enemy meant for evil and turning it for our good. And so we know that even though they've missed years of their life following their own way, being caught up in deception, all that, but that you can snap them right back into their purpose immediately as if nothing was lost. And we call that forth in Jesus' name. We call forth that miracle and we trust you for it and we rest in it. Another thing the Lord is speaking to my heart this morning is that although this is the year of harvest, it's year of harvest both ways. Like we've either planted seeds for God by living by faith and living in obedience to the word of God, or we've planted seeds of destruction by following our own way and living in sin and all these things. And the harvest is coming for both. And that can be a little disheartening, especially if you know that you've been struggling with sin and you've been, you've been sowing these seeds of sin or whatever it is. You're like, oh man, that, well, that sucks. I'm going to have a terrible year of harvest. But it doesn't have to be that way because there's one thing that you can do to just cause crop failure over all the destructive seeds that you've sown. And it's called believing in Jesus. And when you truly believe in Jesus, you follow Jesus and you have a hunger for his word and you listen to his word. And when he corrects you, you follow it. Yes, Lord, I'm going to follow that. It may not be what I want to do, 
but it's what I'm going to do. And it's because I believe in you. You know, a lot of people right now are, you know, living their lives in fear because they believe the news. They're following the news because they believe the news. I mean, that's just the best example I can give you right now. That's what it's like when you believe something. When you believe something, you follow it. And so when you believe Jesus, you follow Jesus. And this is the year to follow Jesus. And all you got to do is believe in him and repent and say, God, I was headed the wrong direction. I was following my own desires. I was not following you, but I change right now. And I, I repent. I turn away from that and I follow you. That's the decision you have to make. And whenever you make that decision, it just causes crop failure over all those destructive seeds that you've sown. And you get to begin to plant new seeds into fertile ground, seeds of righteousness, seeds of faith, and it's going to grow a great harvest from God. It's not too late. It's not too late. Give your life to God. Believe in Jesus. Believe that he can wash away your sins. Believe that he did wash away your sins whenever he went to the cross. It's already been done. Believe that he's healed you. Believe that he's restored you. Believe that he's given you purpose. Believe the word of God as truth. And you take the whole word of God. You don't just believe parts of it. You believe the whole thing because you know that is God speaking to you. God, we believe your word. We love your word. We thank you for your word. And your word says that your word is exalted even above your name. And so we exalt your word this morning and we thank you for it and we choose to follow it and we revere it. We don't dismiss it. We don't act like it's no big deal, but we cherish it. We hold it tight and we give you glory and we give you praise. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. Amen. Well, if you decided today to believe in Jesus, we want to walk that out with you. You shouldn't follow Jesus alone. That's what the church is all about. The church does have a purpose some people look at the church and they're like, you know, it really doesn't seem like it has that much purpose. It seems like a big entertainment thing. You go and get entertained for a Sunday and you go on and live your life. No, that's not what the church is. That's not what we do here. We're living this out together. We're following Jesus together. And we would love to do that with you, uh, but we can't do that if we don't know that you gave your life to Jesus today. So we want you to tell us. And we've set up an easy way for you to tell us, and that's you text the word Jesus to our number, and that's 918-373-9883. Go ahead and send that text, and we'll just reach back out to you and help you along the journey that's ahead. Amen? We want to be your family. Amen. Well, you guys got to see firsthand what your giving accomplishes in Mexico today. So I don't got to tell you a story today, but I'll tell you one in a few weeks, I'm sure. But if you want to give today and you're giving by cash or check, go ahead and raise your hand and one of our ushers will give you an offering envelope. Most of y'all give online. And of course, you can do that anytime. The way you do that is you visit nolimits.fyi on any device that's connected to the internet. Tap that giving button and it'll get you where you need to go. Thank you so much for joining us and a special thanks to those that give in to our ministry. It's because of your generous giving that we're able to lead people to Jesus and make a difference all around the world. If you're ready to give, head to your browser and type nolimits.fyi into the address bar. And if you were encouraged by this podcast, then hit that share button and pass it on so that others can be encouraged as well. Or you can even take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. Thanks again for listening. Now let's go make a difference.